At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we chatter about what matters on the show design with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host the show with a flow that keeps you in the know. It's February 3rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, the late Dennis Edwards of The Temptations. Today on the national calendar is National Missing Persons Day and National Women Physicians Day. On this date in history, blacks were given the right to vote on February 3rd, 1870 by the 15th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Also remember that this is a leap year, so February has 29 days. Leap years generally occur in years divisible by four, so our next leap year will be 2024. This month kicks off Black History Month. It was sparked by Dr. Carter G. Woodson in 1926 when he created Negro History Week and was observed the second week of February. Many people claim the month of February was chosen because it's the shortest month of the year. But Woodson chose that week in the month to honor the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. We on Talking With T celebrate the legacy of our ancestors all throughout the year. We get it. We should not limit the acknowledgement of the contributions of African Americans to one month. Yet, we also understand that during this month, most like any holiday, we set aside time to put special emphasis on African-American history and share an intentional focus on our achievements. Trying to mature and grow without knowing your history is like trying to grow a tree without roots. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. History, despite its wrenching pain, cannot be unlived. But if faced with courage, need not be lived again. Maya Angelou. It's a new month and time for a new thing. February's theme on Talking With T is In Your Feelings. We're going to cover a range associated with feelings. And to start, a lot of you get upset and overreact over the simplest of things. Life is way too short to get in your feelings about something you can't change or that won't change you. If you're going to get in your feelings, make it worth it. Let it be about injustice prejudices, bigotry, poverty, and such. Our theme in your feelings is also going to highlight feelings about yourself. Remember, you are enough. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Also make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. Be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news, to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics.
Welcome back to Talking With Tea. Spilling the tea. Are you ready for this? Let's check out today's Tea's tidbits. Knoxville native and former University of Tennessee track star Bianca Blair set a women's Royal Rumble match record by eliminating eight opponents last Sunday night at Minute Maid Park in Houston. The next story is sad and highlights the drug epidemic plaguing our communities. As reported by WBIR News, a woman waiting to pick up a child at Carter Elementary School slumped inside her SUV, overdosing from a powerful pain pill. Her foot remained pressed on the gas pedal. Her vehicle bumped into another parent's van in front of her. A Knox County deputy who was unable to arouse the unconscious woman bashed in the locked driver's side window. Medical crews hurried to the scene and authorities pulled the 30-year-old to the ground on Strawberry Plains Pike and worked to revive her. Other parents watched in the school pickup line as the scene unfolded before them. A Delta Airline employee was killed in a shooting last Sunday night at the company's staff parking lot near Hartsville-Jackson International Airport. College Park Police were called to investigate the shooting at about 10.30 p.m. They found a woman identified by police as 30-year-old Alexis Reed, unresponsive with multiple gunshot wounds. She died on the way to the hospital. Rishon Anton Jones was the primary suspect and killed himself when police attempted to make contact with him. Now, I need to get something off my chest as we continue to celebrate black history. As noted on this show, we celebrate it every week, but there is particular emphasis throughout the month of February. Far too often, educators come up in the media with insensitive and demeaning lessons or activities related to black people. A white teacher has called quite the outrage at an elementary school in Connecticut for casting black children as slaves and white children as slave owners in a school play. Dr. Carmen Parker's 10-year-old daughter, who is a fifth grader at Westwood School, told her about the incident. The child was instructed to, quote, be enslaved African number two in a play entitled A Triangle of Trade. Now, 
Dr. Parker has spoken out and is demanding that the school be held accountable outside of the teacher who has been put on administrative leave. So first of all, I might understand simulation exercises to create empathy, but slavery was not a game. It was not a joke, and certainly it wasn't entertaining. Furthermore, dear educator, African-American history is much more than the slave trade. In fact, that is American history. It was dark, ugly, and dehumanizing. The history we need to highlight and celebrate are the contributions, inventions, and innovations of black people. Not to dismiss the painful and horrific incidents that laced the past and path of African Americans, but balance it all into one brilliant collage of determination, tenacity, fortitude, survival, intelligence, splendor, and inspiring stories that is our history. Does this dialogue sound familiar? Well, unfortunately it is, because I shared it over the past couple of years as similar incidents have occurred. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And I have with me today our top investigator, most often instigator, T.I. Pam. Now, Pam, I hope the 49ers fans are recovering from the Super Bowl as the Kansas City Chiefs pulled it out with a score of 31 to 20. You know, I enjoyed the commercials most of all, and I guess the halftime show was okay. What'd you think? Yeah, the commercials were pretty good. I wasn't too fond of Trump's commercial especially with the African-American woman he just threw in there, mm. probably to secure some votes. And a halftime show, it was, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm used to seeing Prince and Beyonce and Bruno Mars tore it up, but I have to say, J-Lo still looks good to be 50. Yeah, that's the biggest compliment I have for the halftime show. That part is what mesmerized me, is how well she looked and could move at 50, because, you know, this is our year. Well, our little tribe turns 50, and I tell you what, I'd be needing all kind of being gay, Epsom salt, pain pills, and a shot of something <laughs> after all that. Right. She was getting to it. I couldn't could do it. <laughs> right. Well, look, you know, I read a devastating, heartbreaking story about a nine-year-old boy. He's facing attempted murder charges and the stabbing of his five-year-old sister. According to the police, the children's mother left the apartment for about 10 minutes to get the mail, get some candy for the kids from a neighbor. And when she got back, she walked into the bedroom just in time to see her nine-year-old son stabbing his five-year-old sister with a large kitchen knife. In the mother's 911 call, she's so upset she can hardly breathe. And when they asked him why he did it, he told the police he'd been thinking about killing his sister for two days. He tried to get it out of his head, but he couldn't. They said the scene was so disturbing that some of the Ocala police officers have already been receiving counseling. And, you know, this is like mind-boggling. We, you know, when we talked about this, we had some questions. We wondered if the boy displayed some signs before this incident of having mental health issues, and if so, were they being addressed? And keep in mind this boy is in third grade, and this behavior is far from normal. I also wonder if the boy displayed signs that his mother didn't recognize 
do people really know the signs of poor mental health or homicidal tendencies? Can a mother's love be so blind that she doesn't recognize that her son is struggling? I don't know. Right. So many questions, you know, especially a nine-year-old, you know, saying that it's something in his head telling him to do it. Um, and reading some of the reports, like from the school and his, you know, teachers, his old teachers, they said he never exhibited anything, you know, on this level or anything that would make them want that he needed any type of counseling or any behavioral problems. Um, wow. It's just, it's just crazy that something, and you hear about this all the time, people saying, kids, adults, saying that they hear something and their head tell them to do it. And they, it just, it just blows your mind. That's just like schizophrenia then, right? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what uh, schizophrenics do. They have hallucinations and they hear things that aren't really there. Wow. Let's talk about this coronavirus again. I know I talked about it last week because I had a sore throat and I was a little nervous. But (laughs) the coronavirus is still in the news, and it spreads across the globe. The Chinese authorities have confirmed nearly 6,000 cases and 132 people dead as of Wednesday. A University of Massachusetts student was confirmed Saturday to be the eighth case of coronavirus in the United States, one day after U.S. officials declared a public health emergency. And people, now get this, they actually are thinking that this has something to do with Corona beers. I thought it was a joke, but lo and behold, there are some people who really thought that. I also saw that rumors of drinking bleach to ward off the virus was spreading around social media. Now, all jokes aside, this is some kind of serious because there is no cure. There's no vaccine. Foreign nationals who have traveled to China in the last two weeks and aren't immediate family members of U.S. citizens or permanent residents will be temporarily banned from entering the U.S. And on Friday, U.S. health officials issued a federal quarantine order for the 195 Americans evacuated from Wuhan, the epicenter of the outbreak. So the group will remain at a military base in Southern California until mid-February. And I just want to say, this almost sounds like a sci-fi movie. This virus, yeah, no cure, spreading across the world. Are we serious? Yeah, and then, you know, the reports of how they said that it may have started, you know, over there drinking bat soup and eating snakes, and they, you know, have eaten infected bats, and it's just spreading rapidly. And the people that don't have it and aren't showing symptoms, they are being quarantined too because i've seen some of them on their live videos on instagram they was like well, we're just here we can't do anything you know we're gonna be here for two weeks it's it's crazy it's, it's kind of scary too to think about it could just get over here and, and take folks out right i know i saw at least two stories about young men with dreads being instructed to cut their hair in order to participate in high school graduation this past week ellen degeneres awarded deandre arnold with a twenty thousand dollar scholarship Now, Arnold actually was suspended due to the length of his lock. And Ellen said, quote, you get good grades. You've never been in trouble, ever. This is the first time anything has come up. And now you haven't been in school for weeks because of this situation. So she urged a Texas school district to, quote, do the right thing and allow DeAndre Arnold to walk at graduation without having to cut his hair. 
this is crazy. This is 2020. Right, and they keep saying it's part of the dress code. Um, I've never heard it before until recently, and it makes it seem like it's just for African Americans because we are the main ones that wear dreads. And I'm not sure right. what your hair has to do with you graduating. So I think the dress code speaks to the length of hair on males. But, of course, like you said, it's primarily African-American men who have dreads and grow that length of hair. And so it seems like a targeted situation, even though we don't want it to be. I mean, you got to call the kettle black. I don't know how to get around us believing that they are targeting these young men. And if you made it all the way to graduation, did all the things you need to do to make mm-hmm. it to your high school graduation, and they're going to say you can't march because of the length of your hair, what else can you call I'll, this? I'll be turning over all the podiums. Right. Well, you say, well, nobody graduate then. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I have one more story before we go. A Florida daycare worker has been fired for writing on a toddler's stomach with a Sharpie marker. She was sending a message to the mother that the toddler needed diapers. The mother says that the daycare sends a report every day letting parents know of the kids' mood, things they may need, etc. But Heather Chisholm stated, I'm a single mom with a full-time job and two very young children. Sue me for not reading the report every single day, she said. She scrubbed that child's belly several times and had a very difficult time getting the marker out. You know how hard it is to get out Sharpies. And she says it should have been handled differently, and I agree. I mean, I don't care if they had to walk out to the car. They had to put that child in her arms, and they could have verbally told her, hey, your baby needs diapers. Exactly. To write with a Sharpie on my child, I would have went there and wrote a message on her with the Sharpie, too. (laughs) You just go in there and write on everything, write on her, the wall. I've had kids in daycare, and then... They have distinctly told me face-to-face, you know, you need to, they need some diapers. Make sure you bring some diapers. Even if they send a note, they will tell you when you, you have to physically see them against your child. So I'm not sure why she couldn't verbally tell her. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. And I don't blame her for being upset, as most parents would be. And I'm glad that the daycare worker lost her job because clearly she doesn't need to be around children. She definitely doesn't. Pam, you know, often I spend Super Bowl Sunday and the day surrounding that in Las Vegas. So, one, I have to appreciate you hanging with me with the time change, and we should be able to get the rest of the crew back next week. But that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded, you can call in and leave your thoughts or opinions at 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share some stories, spill some tea, or give feedback and opinions. I want you all to be safe out there and be cautious. Knox County Schools closed last week due to illness, and UT Medical Center reported the fourth death related to the flu. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. If you don't heal from what hurt you, you will bleed on people 
who didn't cut you. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.